Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Qualify NBA Podcast. I'm your host, Dino the Human, and I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself. My name's Jordan. Check me out at Jordan Qualify on Twitter. Thank you. Hey, let's go. I was actually going to ask you to just do that all at once. Uh, I'm glad you got it. And uh, yeah, so we just finished game four. Let's go, Raptors. Woo! Let's go, baby. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, we're going to get the And we're gonna get into all that oh, yeah. uh, right now. Yeah. Well, but first we're just gonna say that we are sponsored by SeatGeek. If you want tickets to Game Five when the Raptors take down the Warriors, you want twenty dollars off. SeatGeek's your place to be. Ballify all caps gets you twenty dollars off your first purchase. You can find our show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Anchor. Also, with that SeatGeek code, you can get. Um, money off of concert theater and live entertainment tickets as well all summer so definitely check us out seatgeek.com promo code ballify follow our twitter at ballify nba and as jordan mentioned at jordan ballify um make sure you keep up with the at ru pod community let's go community we are proud to be a part of and yeah let's get right into it so um Raptors, Toronto Raptors. We are one win away from an NBA championship, first time in our history. Um, And just for all all new listeners, our podcast is based in Canada. We are from the nation's capital of Ottawa, just a few few hours outside of Toronto. So uh, yeah, we we definitely naturally cheer for the Raptors, and we are absolutely ecstatic that they are one win away. Wow. Um, so yeah, One. let's talk about Game Four, Jordan. What are your thoughts about Game Four and uh, the outlook for the rest of your se- rest of the series? Well, we can even talk about Game Three too, because I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think we even talk about Game Three. But let's we'll, get it. We can uh, start with Game Three. Uh, game Game Three was a really, uh, I think it was a really big uh, team win. Every everybody stepped up and stuff like that. And I think what Dean's always said is when Kawhi gets the help he needs, better yet, when Kawhi gets the help he deserves, yes, sir. Uh, we can beat anybody, and we're showing that right now because <laughs> Golden State is one of the best, arguably one of the best teams ever assembled. Um, I mean, I, I personally think they are, but somehow we're up 3-1 on them. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just go back to look up the stats here from Game 3, which was actually a pretty big win. I think we won by about 14 points, and, yeah, let's go through the stat line here. Uh, to be fair, they were without uh, – they're still without Durant. They're still without – and they were without Clay that game. I don't really care, to be honest. But <laughs> w- looking at Golden State here, we got uh, Curry dropping 47 points. I think that was one of the biggest uh, – I think LeBron got 51 and still lost in the finals game, but Curry's up there. Um, yeah, he didn't he didn't really get much help to be honest. No, not much bench production. I mean, Draymond had seventeen, Iggy had eleven. Besides that, like not not enough help. Cousins went one of seven. But the Raptors, on the other hand, they had a lot of lot of help. The starting lineup: you got Kawhi dropping his usual thirty. Siakam's got eighteen. Gasol's got seventeen. Green had eighteen. He shot six of ten from three pointers, and we all know uh-huh. he's like he's really good in the finals. And he finally had that breakout game in the finals. Finally, 
Yeah, uh, Lowry, 23 points. He really stepped up and stuff. Ivan Fleet had 11 off the bench. Sergei Baca, he only had 6.5 rebounds, but he made some really key defensive plays and rebounding down the stretch. So that was a really big team win. We really just, uh, especially in the fourth, I think, no, we took over in the third, but in the fourth quarter, we really solidified that and got a really big mm-hmm. team win. And like I said, like like we've been saying all along, when Kawhi gets the help he needs, when he gets the help he deserves, we can beat anybody. And yeah, Dean, thoughts on game three? Before we get into game three, game four. Um, Yeah, game three, I was only able to catch the end of it, but I I pretty much agree with all you're saying. Clearly, just from the stats you delivered, Kawhi got the help he needs and deserves. Yeah. Um, I I did see, like, in game four, fourth quarter, Ibaka was huge. He, his defensive yeah. presence, I think he had six blocks that game. Yeah, so, he did. And I saw, like, I think at least three of those in the I, fourth. Ibaka, man. Yeah, yeah, people got for People forget about that, like, Ibaka used, did he ever win Defensive Player of the Year? No, but he was a finalist. He was, he was a, a finalist. finalist. Yeah. Anyways, people forget that, like, Ibaka used, he's been in the finals before with OKC, mm-hmm. but he, he used to be one of the best defensive players in the league. Like, w- mm-hmm. one of them, and like a top shot blocker for sure. So people just kind of forget about that. He's older, maybe not as agile, but he mm-hmm. can, the guy can still, he's still, clearly, he's still very valuable to a finals team. And he's mm-hmm. showing that. I know he kind of had that, he was having a, a slightly of a breakout year, you know, being the starter, and then Marcus Saul came in. It was kind of like... But Ibaka's very humble, and he's been with Nick Nurse, just been sitting down about it, just being like, yeah, I'll just take whatever role he gives me. And he's coming off the bench during this whole playoff run, and honestly, he's been great coming off the bench. He doesn't care about, oh, I want to start, oh, I want to play 40 minutes a game. He just... Whatever the coach the team needs him for, he'll do it, and he yeah. does a really good job at his role. Yeah, definitely. This it goes back to what I was saying last show. Um, just like our team off the bench, I think we are deeper than the Warriors when yep. it comes to defense, especially. And I think Ibaka is a massive part of that. Just offense a, too. A lot. We, we're gonna get to that tonight. Okay. Definitely, he's, he stepped up offensively. Yeah, but, um, definitely. Like, yeah, just like a long body shot blocker, like rim protector that you can throw out there. Can that shoot can, too. De- he can a- absolutely offensively, he can definitely score the basketball um, in the right situations and he can finish around the rim. Um, so he's definitely valuable to have on our team. And I'm glad he's choosing now basically to to play not I wouldn't say his best basketball of the season, but the best I think I've seen him play off the bench this season yeah. would be now, like the past two games this finals. He's definitely picking the right time to do that. So definitely. It's, yeah, it's huge. And um, yeah, again, like Kawhi, obviously you can tell that he's not 100% healthy, but then again, like most players aren't at this stage of the season. Everyone's but, um, Which makes it absolutely crucial for, for players to step up. And Lowry finally he he stepped up, and this is again yeah. this is this is why I'm hard on Lowry. I guess you could say I'm hard in quotes quotes on Lowry because I know he has it in him. I know yeah. he has this in him. He heard you. That's and why he went off. Good. And he good, also he also you. said in the interview after the game he's or no uh, after game two sorry he said um 
I planned to be more uh, aggressive next game. I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, oh boy, he got fouled out. Like you're gonna be more aggressive. And no, then, and then but... he and then he said, I play better on the road. And yeah. then he got 23 points. I was like, man, your word. I like it. Mm-hmm. No, by 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 more aggressive, he definitely means like attacking the yeah. basket more, creating plays for not only himself but others. Definitely. And when he does that. When he's not, like, second-guessing himself, he's just playing. He's just going out there, playing hard, driving to the hoop. If he gets, you know, if he gets crowded in in the lane, he kicks kicks it out. Just making the right basketball plays. And obviously on defense, he's he, he's leading the playoffs in charges. Um, you know, he's setting the yeah, tone there defensively as well. So when we get that from Lowry, which I know he can deliver... On almost a nightly basis, uh, no excuses. He has this in him. He has this in him. Yeah. So he needs to keep this up. I'm glad he he's been this these past two games. He's been stepping up for sure. Um, first two games definitely wasn't, but props to Lowry. As you said, man of his word. He he yeah. absolutely stepped up and came out with that ag- aggressive intensity in the next two games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. I think it was hard because, like, we only lost game two by about five points. And overall, I thought we didn't play a good game. Like, mm-hmm. overall, I just thought we didn't play our best basketball. And the fact that we only lost by five mm-hmm. and, like, really a last shot, like, Iggy hit a three. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't hit that three, I'm pretty confident we come back and either tie or take, take the the win with the buzzer there. Who knows? Yeah. But credit to the Warriors. They, I think they, they, had, they played a good game. And the mm-hmm. fact that they only won by five – doesn't really say too much. So, mm-hmm. or it says a lot, like, actually. So, we'll see how that goes. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we had that opportunity to take that two, to, um, to take a two-game lead, and we weren't able to do it. Won the next game. We have another opportunity to take a two-game lead, and who, who would have thought that we would have two opportunities against Golden State to yeah. take a two-game lead? Like, you don't get that opportunity every 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 year, every day kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, and apparently we took advantage of it tonight. Yeah. So, uh just looking into game four. Um, so, no, but, but before you get into yeah, that, yeah. I, just want, I just wanted to touch on like game two since we we went back that far. Yeah. Like, yeah, we we could have swept this team. Yeah, we could have swept this team if not for that eighteen and zero run third in quarter. the third by the Warriors. If we were just able to get just a couple of baskets in that run, could be completely different. And yeah, obviously, like if we had won that game, like maybe the series would have been different, but. You can also say that maybe it wouldn't have, and maybe we would have been able to step up and close it out. Since clearly we're in a position to close it out now, like who's to say that we wouldn't have been able to sweep this team? Which is what I said. Like I, I thought this series was either going to be a sweep for the Raptors or they're going to win it in seven. And let's just hope they win it in five. Yeah. Uh, um, wow. Yeah, on Monday. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, yeah, and as you said, just five points. It came down to five. Even with that 18-0 run, it came yeah. down to five points and a last 10-second three yeah. by Iggy. Iggy. <laughs> of all people. I right? would have been less mad if it was like Clay or Curry. I would have been like, hey, they're supposed to hit that shot. But like, yeah. Iguodala, and we played Curry right. He's hit some big shots. He but has, but you don't expect you, them, right? You, you d- yeah, I think at the end of the day, like the Raptors were willing to live with Curry. Him yeah. taking that shot versus that because we else, played so. Curry right, we double teamed them. Yeah. Apparently, he did travel. Anyways, that's that's another story. Um, and like Kawhi was very close to getting that steal too. Like he almost had that steal. So, yeah, we're just going by that. Um, yeah, 
All right, yeah, let, let's get to game four here. Game tonight. four. So, yeah, I, I was saying before the – after the first two games, I was like, okay, like, we couldn't get our home games, that's fine, because I said mm-hmm. we have to win our home games if we want to win. We have to at least win our home games. So I was like, okay, we have to at least – now that we lost one of our home games, we have to at least steal one yeah. in Golden State, which even getting one is like, ugh, that's, that's tough. Yeah. So I was, I was hopeful. I was like, okay, I'm just hoping we can steal one of the games because then at least we can get back to winning our home court games and mm-hmm. doing that. And then, lo and behold, we win both of them somehow. And comfortable wins, too. Like, mm-hmm. we won by, I think, 14, and then we won tonight by 13. 13. So it's like, that's not that's not a lucky semi-game winner from uh, Iggy. That's, like, yeah, a yeah, pretty yeah. comfortable win. So, yeah, huge game tonight. I wouldn't say we had as much help as we did uh, last game. But it was still a pretty comfortable win. Obviously, Kawhi absolutely went off, especially in the third quarter. He had 36, mm-hmm. 36 points, twelve rebounds. He played best f- game of the series so far. For yeah, me. definitely. That's yeah. I think some someone in an interview the post game from the Warriors is saying, "Oh, Kawhi hasn't really gone off yet." Well, well he did. He did. You <laughs> there you have it. And then heard you. Yeah, Siakam had nineteen points. He stepped up a little bit, so that's good. Gasol mm-hmm. had nine points. Green had a rough game, to be honest, but. That's okay because he went off last game. He only had three. Lowry also had a bit of a rough game, but uh, obviously he does more things and just uh, you know he does stuff off the score sheet. He got ten points, seven assists, and then Van Fleet eight points off the bench with four rebounds, six assists, and Ibaka in twenty two minutes he had twenty points and he shot nine of twelve from the field. So Woo! who would have thought that would happen? Who would have thought Ibaka would be our second leading scorer in this game? Right. Like that's that's crazy. So they really stepped up. And I honestly I didn't think Golden State played too bad. Obviously Clay and Curry had good games. Curry didn't shoot that great besides mm-hmm. that. Draymond almost had a triple double. He's gonna do his things, but besides that, not much help. Looney did okay, ten and six off the bench, but you know, Cousins clearly isn't <laughs> where he was with Sacramento yeah. and Pelicans. No excuses. You're on the floor. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're active. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're considered healthy. Everyone is banged up at this point. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I, and I'm tired of hearing these these little whispers you hear around NBA Twitter of this. these wins should come with an asterisk. Like, how much help do you guys need? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Durant is out, yes. But you have Steph Curry's playing. Clay Thompson missed just one game. He was here tonight. What happened? We we beat them. And we he played well. T- and he played well. He had, was 20, it 28 points? Yeah, 28 points. Yeah, exactly. Which so, is like, what, like eight more points than his average? Like There you go. Yeah. And you, you have Draymond still playing. Almost got and a yeah, double. Cousins, it, maybe he's not putting up, you know, like 28 and 13, but he's still effective in his limited minutes. And I don't want to hear it either because during the season, he was averaging 16 and 8 which in only solid. 25 minutes a game. Solid. Only 20, which is solid. And he only played 25 minutes a game. He had his lowest usage he had in his entire career this year, obviously playing on the Warriors. And so, like, I don't want to hear it. No one was saying this all season. When when Cousins came back, everyone was like, "Yep, he fits right in." It looked like he didn't miss a beat, and all all season long. And you know, he and he was playing well at the beginning of the playoffs too. And yeah, he had that quad injury, but clearly he was healthy enough to come back. Otherwise, they'd still hold him out if he wouldn't. If he's not able to play, they're they're holding Durant out. Why would they force Cousins to play ahead yeah. of Durant? That makes no sense. 
So yeah, I just yeah, I just wanted to say that I'm t- I'm tired of those excuses. No, it's. I really hope we haven't gotten to the point where we're starting to feel bad for Golden Jeez. State. Like, oh, they didn't have. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This is the most stacked team, possibly ever. I would say ever, to be honest. Yes, yes. In my opinion, yes. I would say ever. On paper, and like easily. we're really getting to the point where we're gonna feel bad for them and say, oh, well, this guy wasn't playing. Who cares? Yeah. You think the Raptors? <laughs> like, come on! Like the Raptors' first time in the finals. There's only two. Okay, maybe th- besides three guys, like get the rest of them. It's the first time in the finals. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. No excuses, man. Absolutely. And not. Toronto, not only do they have a chance to close this series out, but they're on their home floor. And the Raptors play really good at home. They're they're one of the well, obviously there's like the last team standing, but like they're one of the best teams at home. So mm-hmm. they have a huge opportunity. They're up three one on Golden State. Yeah, and they're at home. This is a huge opportunity to get it done, and for sure, Raptors have just proven that they are the better team. Yeah, definitely, Over- and just in general, overall, they're just they've been the better team. So definitely proved it, and not only the better team, but I've just been super impressed with how poised this team is. I, I was saying to you earlier, it's just another like, game for them, exactly, and this team has never been to the finals as a team like yeah you have a couple of guys that have been there but as a whole generally this this is a lot of the team's like first finals experience including Nick Nurse like the coach who in my opinion is out coaching Steve Kerr and Steve Kerr is getting Ooh, a bit exposed rookie head series. coach too yeah and um very so, impressed yeah I was just saying like it's very impressive how the Raptors under this, like, in this moment that most of them have never been there before, they've been able to re- remain calm when Golden State goes up, as they did early yeah. in this game. They were up by four, I think, to end the half, and yeah. they are up by as much as ten, I believe. They had a big first quarter. Yeah. They came up they, The Raptors just stayed poised, calm. stuck to the game plan, and delivered. And once Kawhi got cooking... Why, and then uh, it was actually a big moment in the second quarter when Ibaka came into the game. He had a few baskets right away. Like this team just stays poised. Like we're not we're not intimidated by Golden State. We're not intimidated by the moment either. Yeah. And I credit, I, I've been super impressed with that. And I credit Nick Nurse. I think he's the one who really takes control of that. Like, he, like he, he he's never when Golden State goes up because like the thing is like Golden State's gonna get ahead of you. They're going to go on runs. It's, yeah. it's a game of runs. It's what, yeah. That's all basketball is. And Nick Nurse, and I think it, Kawhi Leonard, those two have just, their personality is just cool, calm, and collected. They don't panic. They don't freak out. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, they're up. They went on a run. They made some baskets. They're stopping us, but let's just keep fighting. And yeah. each game, when they've been down, they've gotten back in it, besides mm-hmm. the, the, the game before where they were up pretty much the whole game. But, like, they're just – they don't. There's no panic in these guys. They just they stay calm and they get through it. Absolutely not. Yeah, and, and I agree with the fact, like the third Kawhi quarter is and, huge. Yeah, the third quarter is huge. But like even before that, Kawhi just sets the tone. 
Like I, mm-hmm. I, I put down a few notes here, and one of them, my first one was actually that he his unbelievable start to the game. Like in the first quarter, he had fourteen points out, uh, of, 17 out of seventeen of the yeah. Raptors' points. He set the tone, and not only did he set the tone in terms of just scoring, I think overall him it starts the the poise I'm talking about that starts with him. That starts with yeah. Kawhi's calm leadership, calm demeanor. Never gets too high, never gets too exactly. low. He's always in business mode and just. He wants to just play basketball. He's just ready to play basketball at all times, regardless of what the moment is. And yeah, he he might he had a quiet start to the second. He had a quiet second quarter. quarter. He, didn't, he, didn't he didn't score at all. But then third once he quarter. got going in the third, he got he got he really got going. And turn turn the game around, really. It turned the game around. And what I'm impressed with Kawhi is that he he's he can do it all. Like when it comes to scoring the basketball, he can do it all. He scores at every level. He can. He started the third quarter off two straight three pointers. Yeah, he shot five and nine for three pointers tonight. There you go, three pointers. He can. He was killing them mid range. And then especially at the end of the third quarter, he. He, once the Warriors got into bonus, he was unstoppable. And he's he's so good at free throws, he's man. So, he, he's so he can good at free throws, and not only that, he's so good at getting to the line. Yeah, he is. And that's the difference between him and James, a guy like James <laughs> Harden, right? Oh boy. James Harden plays to get to the line. Kawhi is playing to score, and because he's just so strong and so skilled, they have no choice to yeah, play to follow he, him. Yeah, he, he he frustrates the defenders. And exactly. they, they can't they can't stay in front of them, so they just get lazy and play with their hands. And, exactly. And I think and gets them I think I think Kawhi's like smart and he knows he knows he's better than these guys and like mm. and stuff. And I think the war I think this is Kawhi's like the Warriors' weakness and he's showing that. And yeah, it was a big yeah. third quarter because it was each quarter if you look at it, it was close, but uh we beat them in the third quarter thirty seven to twenty one. Mm-hmm. So we beat them by 16 points in the third quarter. And I think that was literally that, look that at was every, the turning point. Yeah, it was a turning yeah. point. And the thing is, like the Warriors are the third quarter team. Everyone's always says like, "Oh, I'm Good scared," point. like because the yeah. Warriors are always that third quarter team. But like, yeah. no, we were the third quarter team. Like, mm-hmm. we're like making this Warriors team look like not the Warriors. We're making mm-hmm. them look like a completely different team, and they're crumbling under pressure. So yeah, hopefully, I I, I say we close it out Monday night at home. Yeah, that's my prediction. Although I did say. Raptors in seven. Maybe I didn't respect the Raptors enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... Uh, yeah, and, no one Like, thought. the past two rounds, like, we really haven't. Even in... Yeah. Like, we were, when we were down 0-2 to, to Milwaukee, like, the whole fan base was like, yeah. This, it's over. This, I think yeah. it's just because we're so accustomed to losing. That, that's what it is. It really is. Once we, we're down, yeah. Once we're down, especially, and it's like... We just thought we lose year after year. Like, we were just ready for it to happen again. Yeah. But a huge part of that, like, I, I, I know I mentioned Kawhi's leadership role in poise, too. But also, I got to credit Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, Definitely. he's very poised as a coach. And he is incredible, showing an incredible, um, like, job of making adjustments. And one adjustment yeah. he's made in the past couple of games is the box and one defense yeah. on Curry. So they play a box and they have one man just following Curry around. It's like high school tactics. Yeah, <laughs> but it's working. It's definitely it, yeah, working. Yeah, it's definitely a risky move, but it's working. Especially when Clay's out of the game, and I think that That's was a your huge chance. thing too. Like you just one guy who who's who's been on the one, like who's been. Uh, it's under. been a mixture of Van Fleet and Green. 
Also, Van Fleet's done, although Curry's going off no matter what, I thought Van Fleet's been doing actually a pretty good job defensively, yeah. even though he's not really a, a defensive guy. He's just kind of coming off the bench hitting threes, but he yeah. does pretty well in that pick and roll. Um, no, he, he's definitely doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, because you kind of want to save Kawhi for offense. You don't always want to put Kawhi on yeah. their best player because that'll tire him out, especially with especially Kurt. Especially how, with how much Curry moves. He runs, you eh? to follow yeah, him. Yeah, guy's running a marathon every game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Incredible game. I still, I, I still can't even believe we're in the finals, let alone up three one on the Warriors and have an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, definitely. And, and just like, yeah, there was um, they 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 cut it close there at the end. Like just in the I think third, they brought it with oh on the third. You said no, no. In the I'm just gonna say in the third quarter, yeah. like once the Warriors were coming back at a certain point with like about seven minutes left. Nick Nurse, huge timeout call. Right away. Just right away. Yeah. Like they, they got it up to... Toronto was leading by 13. Warriors cut it to 10. Timeout no, no right chances. away. No chances. No chance. Not going to let them one get One more momentum. bucket could be seven, right? Exactly. So, and another thing Nick, yeah. Nick Nurse has done in the last couple games I've noticed, because normally at the start of like the game and the start of like the third quarter, mm-hmm. meaning the second half, you always go with your starters, right? Right. But he hasn't. Recently in the last two games, he started Van Fleet over Danny Green at the start of the third quarter. Yeah, which, which, is, which I, is like... That's a good move. That's fine. That's fine. Like Obviously, like you got to... Pick a make a decision, but I I'm okay with that, and it's kind of happened because like Van Fleet's proven the last two series that this guy can light it up, man. This guy's yeah. a dead eye shooter, man, and yeah. I, I also he got injured tonight. I, ho- I hope he's okay. Yeah, Hopefully he was able to return to the game. Though. Oh, well, I don't he? know if he actually got back in the game, but okay. he was on the bench. Like, okay, so they, ho- they patched up his eyes. Okay, he got seven stitches, but um, okay, yeah. so hopefully it's nothing major because we could definitely use him for at least one more game. Um, yeah. but yeah. Well, uh, I'm really excited for Monday night. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Like it's it's just crazy. Please. Like that we are this close. I almost can't believe it. I almost like I, yeah. I just don't want to wake up from this dream. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like no, this this is <laughs> we're one win away, man. Like yeah, one win away. The Toronto Raptors. I've waited 16 years for this. That's nuts. I get an opportunity for this, but we gotta close it out. And not, yeah, not only like we can win it at home. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine how at crazy home. the city is In gonna be? In five, like just. The NBA yes. NBA world is a shock right now. Like the Raptors are up three yeah. one on the Warriors. Like that is nuts. Yeah. KD coming back or not? Who cares? No, yeah, actually, I'm glad you said that because I just got an update on my phone that apparently from Brian Windhorst, like he's not ready. Durant is Ooh. not. Ready. Like, he was trying. He's trying to do stuff Woo. in practice. Um, like, is this a recent update? Like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Eh? If I just go to it here, yeah, it says KD's still not ready to play. Durant tried to do some stuff at practice on Thursday, but it didn't work. It didn't work. And that was just yesterday. So is he going, even if, like, whatever didn't work works yeah. on Sunday, he's he's not going to be ready for a, a, or Monday, sorry, he's not going to be ready for a game. He's not going to be ready for game five of the NBA yeah. Finals. So, yeah, it's... It's looking good. It's looking good. I don't and again, care. no excuses. Like I don't care. He, this team doesn't need Durant. I don't even even when if the comes, Raptors win, I when, will still say when, when the Raptors win, I will still say this team doesn't need Durant. That that's how good of yeah. a roster they have. And even just like they're not getting blown out either. Like they're coming they're they've been close. Like they yeah. they cut it to within eight at the end. They're like they're yeah, in no, these yeah. games. 
they were up by four at the half. Like, let's not act like these, like, like this is LeBron carrying Matthew but Della Vidova or something. Like, no, this is Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond, Draymond Green, solid too. And you have maybe what seventy five percent of cousins, which is still better than half the centers <laughs> in the league. So, like, no excuses. And no. Steve Kerr, who's yeah. a three time championship coach and like a five time championship player. Iggy. You got Iggy, who's going to the Hall of Fame. So, no, like, no excuses. I don't care. Not taking away anything from the Raptors. Yeah, thank you. Brilliant performances from the Raptors from top to bottom. And, man, speaking of top to bottom, let's let's just give Masai Ujiri some more praise. You're a genius, man. Because clearly. You made a bold move and you. Yep. It worked. You. You knew what you were doing, and we all thought you were crazy, and we were all mad at you, but you made it work. And not just that, like, even picking up Danny Green was a big thing. Like, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't like to use this word, championship DNA, but like, (laughs) because it's a useless thing to say, but like, he, at the same time, like, he has that, he he has finals experience, and he's won a championship, so he knows what it takes, and like, I think his three-point percentage is like 54% in the finals, or something like that. Anyway, yeah, and like didn't even, shoot too well tonight, but like his yeah. defense too. Is yeah, he's key a ver- he's a very good uh, outside perimeter defender. Yeah. Um, and even like that the the trade for like Marcus Saul had a lot of people kind of shaking their heads. First, I like it, and like maybe like yeah. people need to understand this guy's not here to drop twenty points a game, even though he did have a twenty point game. Yeah. But he, he's there for his high IQ. He's here there for his experience, his leadership, his his, defense. his passing, his defense. Like. Yeah. Maybe he may not get like shot blocks, but his on-ball defense is so good, man. And like, yeah. I think if you look at the stats, people might be like, "Oh, JV." It's like, come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's not about the stats. It's about like, what what can you get done? I I don't I don't know if we'd be defensively. I just think like he's the backbone kind of thing. Yeah, I think definitely. he's it just yeah. He's just. He's just better than JV. He's like, just, it's just that simple. He's smart. That's like his high IQ. Yeah, he's, he's a very smart player and just a better overall basketball player than JV. And like, yeah, maybe you'd want JV for the future, but clearly they do we not. We want to win now. Give a flying pig's crap about the future yep. because, <laughs> like, they they got rid of Potal too. Like, they yeah, they clearly do not care about the future at this point. They were all in on this season, and that's why. Like once off. once you go in that mode, you gotta stick to it, and they definitely did shipping out JV, who could have been our franchise center for a, a much longer time. Um, even though I'm not the biggest JV fan, mm-hmm. but like yeah, to ship him out for Marcus All, it, it, it was a question as to who would start at first. Well, I think question been answered right now. Don't matter, and not even just that. The fact that we we can throw like just two big bodies out in Ibaka and Gasol, yeah, you could at put the them... same time to dominate the Warriors' interior is yeah. huge right now. Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse has expanded into that in little small yeah. portions, and like I I didn't like it just because like last year with Casey it just it didn't work out. No, he was really sticking to that, but I think in small doses it's okay because we're just gonna out rebound them and out defend them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. inside at least, maybe Definitely. not on the outside, but you mm-hmm. know, Ibaka and Gasol can still defend on the outside too. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we have good perimeter defenders, too. Yeah, Green, Siakam. Exactly. Lowry's an all right defender. Obviously, you're not going to, like, shut them out, you know, Curry and Thompson. Yeah, because they can shoot, but but you can limit them. When one of them is off the floor, 
I think like that's hey, we, when our defense yeah, keys I mean, in and it's we, been key. We kept them both under 30 points, so like, yeah. that's a positive to me. I, I don't yeah. think Curry really shot that well, to be honest. No, Co- no, Clay tonight, did. Like, he went off last game, obviously, in a losing effort, but yeah, tonight but. he looked... I don't know, man. Like he was good, but he, not he's great. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a great way. That's a perfect way of putting it. Yeah, he's good, but not great. He's not like tonight. Just like tonight. Well, tonight. Tonight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. He wasn't that player that just like they is needed carrying his team to victory. You know, he's just like a, a good, he, good star player tonight. Yeah. But I, yeah. they need more right now. Yeah. And you know what's and crazy is like we won more from him. That is. Yeah, we won by fourteen points. With against no Clay Thompson, and then you add Clay Thompson, and we still won by thirteen. Yeah. So like Clay had a great game, but yeah. did he really make that much of a difference in the overall impact of the game? Not really, because we still won by the same amount. Mm-hmm. So people saying that, like, oh, we 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 would have won with Clay. Well, clearly not, because he came back and you still lost by the same amount. So. Yeah. And not just Clay, like Kevon Looney too came back and he had a decent he, game. He had, he had a decent ten, ten impact. and six off the bench. Yeah, definitely decent impact off the bench. Although I must say there was a moment in the fourth where it was the moment I'm talking about. So they cut it down to ten. Right. On a Kawa- Kevin Looney, he gets fouled. He's going to shoot two free throws and he misses both. Mm, Raptors ouch. come back the other way. Siakam gets a layup. Yeah. Back up twelve. That hurts. And I think that 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 was that was huge. Although like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you you want him to play, but I think that that was a big turning point at the end of the game. Obviously, it's not his fault or anything, but I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. I'm just saying. I think after the third quarter, I kind of got that confidence. I was like, I think Raptors going to take this. I think yeah. they were up. They were up twelve. Mm-hmm. I think it was eighty-two to seventy. They were up twelve going into the fourth. I was like, not going to hold my breath here, yeah. but things are looking good. Like we'd have to really crap the bed here yeah. to like to give this up and then and I think they brought it to within eight at one point. I think it was eighty nine, ninety seven, and I think that's the closest they got and just yeah. We really came down. Ibaka and Kawhi were just huge. Absolutely. And yeah, let's just hope that continues on Monday. Yep. Hashtag We the North and We, we North. are ready to right. see an NBA championship history in the country that created the sport of basketball. Dang. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Shout out James Naismith. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, so we're just gonna move away from the finals for a second here and uh-huh. get to other <laughs> <Did you say? laughs> And we're gonna get to other big NBA news this week and that's the Brooklyn Nets trade with the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. They're trading Alan Crabb and his eighteen point five million dollar contract <laughs> to the Atlanta Hawks, clearing salary cap space to pursue two max free agents this summer. Um, they're also sending the number seventeen pick in this year's NBA draft and a future twenty twenty lottery protected first round pick to the Hawks. And they're doing all this for Torin Prince and a twenty twenty one second round pick. And uh, and the deal. I guess it's been agreed upon now, but can't be finalized until July 6th. Oh, Obviously, okay, you can't okay. trade during the finals. But like, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know if that was a thing. Yeah, I was like, clearly, That's like, okay. no, you can't In principle, this. I guess. Yeah, in principle. That's but cool. like, yeah, so what do you think about this this move like by the Nets clearing I, cap space here? Yeah, I, I, I like it for both sides. Um you know, obviously, uh, the Hawks are getting another first-round pick, which is, like, crazy because yeah. now they have, like, the 8th, 10th, and 17th. Yeah. So, like, 
who, who knows what you get with that. And they're also picking up uh, Alan Crabb. Uh, obviously, he's overpaid right now, but uh, he he is he's a vet. He he can shoot. So I I actually like his game. Like he's a decent defender. He has a good jump shot. So I think he could be valuable. Obviously, he's overpaid. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna buy him out or not? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could be good. Uh, but going the other way to who was it? Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, and they're getting Torian Prince. I really like that. I I really like uh, Prince's game. Um, I I think he kind of had a rough go this year with his injuries, but before that, like he's a up and coming player in this league. He's kind of like a tri- can kind of be a triple double type of guy. So I really like that move. And yeah. I think the main move was to clear up space for Brooklyn so they can sign two Max this summer. One of them being Russell, I'm assuming. And then I think they're taking a look at Kyrie. And it, honestly, it's really looking like Kyrie's heading over to Brooklyn. Like, all signs seem to be pointing. It changed. Like, all- last week it was the Lakers, right? Yeah. Last but- show it was the Lakers. Yeah. At least. And all signs seem to be porting- pointing towards Brooklyn. And, like, where did this come from? Like, does he want to do that know. again? Does he want to go to a bunch of – does he want to go see – a try to work up a bunch of young guys again because what I didn't... sense does this make it may just makes no sense to me to for Kyrie to do this but it like, makes sense for Brooklyn because they kind of need course. that guy well actually not even can, like why you have D'Angelo Russell but can Russell and Kyrie coexist I don't no! know I don't know I don't think so you don't think so no they're this they're the same player yeah Kyrie is basically an upgraded version of Russell so like yeah. they're gonna just take away production from mm-hmm. Russell unless and unless they, they could plan be good together. On, unless they, I don't think no, so. that they would start together if they get Kyrie, they'll definitely start. They'll together. start together. I don't think they'll be good together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not I, sure how I, I feel about that. Now thinking of it, their plan is probably to not re-sign Russell and then go after like KD. I think, Ouch. or another big free agent that's like, so to dis- pair that's, with Kyrie. That's so disrespectful to Russell after the the breakout year he had with them, bringing them to the playoffs and stuff. I mean, hey, look at what Boston did to Isaiah Thomas, right? Yeah, like, you never know. Plays after his sister died oh, but, that huge season and yeah. just trade. Like, obviously Kyrie. you want KD and Kyrie o- over Russell, but like, yeah. it's like, man, this, I know it's only been maybe a year a year or so but like that guy is I think he deserves to get re-signed I don't think he deserves I don't think he deserves a max in my opinion but I I think he deserves a decent contract yeah and he's a restricted free agent too so they can definitely be yeah and there's other teams that are already on the lookout yeah that's what what I'm gonna say like there's other teams that are gonna be willing to pay him so he's gonna get he's set regardless he's gonna get his money he's gonna get regardless of which team he's playing on next year so I don't think He's like too concerned about it. Yeah. But I, I just think that if if they do re-sign Russell and then pair him with Kyrie, I just don't see it working. That working at all. I just don't see them coexisting. It's just yeah. First of all, Kyrie, like, why would you want to do that? Why would you go to a worse team in the like? Just stay in. You might as well just stay in Boston at that point. Honestly, yeah. Just stay in Boston and. May, who knows? Maybe they maybe they uh, trade for AD or something. Yeah. Just like, why wouldn't you just stay there? Like, it just makes no sense to me logically. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you that like this trade is good on um, the Hawks side too. Like they because they're rebuilding still. Yes, we're not even rebuilding. I uh, guess. no 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 yeah they're re- they're still rebuilding. Yeah, I'd say fair. So. But they're they're. They're in the right direction for sure. So Definitely. I think getting those three first-round picks, like, hey, Definitely. you never know what that could do. Maybe they're yeah. going to package those three picks for a trade. Who yeah, or like doing? a higher pick or something yeah. like that. Or 
Yeah, who like know, who knows? Yeah, like trading yeah. the eighth and the tenth for the Lakers fourth, like makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> or no, the Knicks and yeah, the, the Knicks, Knicks third. third. Sorry. That's what it was. <laughs> Even <Knicks> worse. Third. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. But I like eighth, tenth, and seventeenth. I think you could trade up to maybe like six. I think. For the six pick, for all of that, like oh, screw Phoenix over again, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it could be worth it for Phoenix. Like you can get yeah, good you talent. Know. You'd only you'd be moving down four picks. Like you could pr- get talent. Yeah, you get somebody, Cam Reddish or something. Yeah, who knows? And never know how far he falls bowl, down. Bowl even like actually no, never mind. They don't need another center. They got Aiden. Yeah, like yeah. But anyways, like who who knows? They could be able to trade up for the sixth, maybe seventh pick, or or just keep all those picks yeah. for themselves. And you got Trey Young, Kevin Herter, you got John Collins. Yeah, I'm a Jeez, I'm a big, I'm a big fan crazy, of man. I'm a big fan of Kevin Herter. I really yeah. hope I hope he has a breakout year this year. I I think he will too. Yeah, I'm a fan of his game as well. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that. But yeah, I think it's a good trade for both teams. I think it does mm-hmm. different things. I think it helps the Hawks rebuild, mm-hmm. and I think it helps Brooklyn obviously clear up cap space. And and like uh, mm-hmm. Torian Prince, like I think he's solid. I think he's an up and coming player in this league. I think he could be very good for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, even with Alan Grab going the other way, like he's a solid veteran uh, shooting guard, big guy, he can shoot. So. Uh, I think it helps yeah. both teams. But one thing on the Brooklyn end of things is that may- maybe they know something we don't, but I'm just going to speak, you know, I'm not an NBA insider or anything, so I'm just going to speak as what it appears to be right now. But there's a possibility they don't get anyone. There's a possibility yeah. that they're they're just clearing cap space for the chance to get two huge free agents. Mm. But they didn't give up much for it. They didn't so. give up much for it. But, so, like, who knows if yeah. this this deal was clearly about the Cavs. Like, it was it's about not Ka- about Torian Prince. It was about, it was about Ka- getting Kyrie, Kyrie. Yeah. let's be honest here. And there's a chance they, they won't get them. Like, yeah, you never know. The Knicks cleared up cap space at the deadline, too. Like, that was they have worse. two. They have two max slots, too. Yeah, they traded away the franchise player. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to get KD and Kyrie, but I'm just saying, like... Who knows what's both happening. Both of these teams have made... made um, cap space for two max free agents, and someone's gonna have to be wrong. Is I guess yeah. what I'm saying. So, Somebody's not gonna get them, or yeah. they're, or they're gonna get like second choice or third, fourth choice, and give it to Timothy Mozgov instead. <laughs> Class, yeah. Classic Lakers move. Right yeah, and there. I hate to say it because they're good players, but like. You don't want to end up with a Jimmy Butler like for a max slot. Yeah, yeah, not or max. Even Ke- I'm sorry, but even Kemba Walker. Like, you don't I, think he deserves a max? You don't know he deserves a max. Oh, okay. But based on the free agents available... Oh, okay. He's I not the first option. Yeah. He's in the second tier. Because you got K- Kawhi, KD, Kyrie. Well, Kemba wants to go back to Charlotte, so... Not back, but he wants yeah. to stay, which is sad. Because I think he deserves to go to a yeah, team that at least it, makes it, the playoffs. Yeah, and at first I thought it could be too late. Like, But they just don't have anyone else there. Yeah, okay. But I, like... I, I thought it could be too late for Kemba's career, but he's 28. Nah, he's not. He's good. So, yeah, he, he's still in his prime now. So he's still like a top he, one guard in the league. Can, yeah. And I, I shouldn't put Kyrie in that top tier. I think top tier free agents, you got KD, Kawhi, and arguably Clay. And then second tier, you got Kyrie. I think maybe Kemba's like it. Second, third tier of that. I got them all on the same level. I don't know. Maybe, I don't I'll, know. maybe I'll put KD and uh, Kawhi maybe. above the rest of them. 
I guess it's just the name. I guess it's just the name of. It's just if the, like let's say the Lakers end up with Kemba Walker. That that's a disappointment. No, it's not for the Lakers. That's great for the La- We know it's great, but for Lakers fans. No, they're expecting a massive, a huge free... They're expecting someone of KD, Kawhi, or at worst, Kyrie. They're expecting that. At worst? Wow, they're... They even clay. Wow, at worst? uh, They're just being selfish then. They're just ungrateful. I think it's just just (laughs) what they've... I don't know. I guess been accustomed to over the years. They, They usually land huge stars... Just in terms of history, you know, that's just not, what not they the recent do. years. But yeah, not, not recent. Besides LeBron, yeah, but we're and, the, we're and that hey, guy. I'm a LeBron fan. If, if they get Kemba, I'd be extremely happy. Yeah. I'm saying that as Lakers an- management, I think they look at that as almost a failure. Even if they get Jimmy Butler, like that, yeah, a failure again. Oh yeah, I heard something about that. They want to. I think I think the 76ers will retain uh, Butler. I honestly think that's what's going to happen. I think they'll try. Yeah, but Tobias Harris will probably be going somewhere else we'll see. but does jimmy butler want to stay there that's the I, I i think he does i think like, he does i think it's i think yeah, it's the best spot for him to win right now it's it's a good place but if he wants that big market which i've seen reports of who knows what it's always it's a true. big market maybe not it's as, not uh, maybe it's not a big market but it's not la or new york or is, boston is or saying. something like that yeah, yeah. It, Fair it's enough. not the biggest of the big markets. Okay. Gotcha. And um, I'm pretty sure yeah. 76ers plan on giving him the max. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna get the max no matter where he goes. Even yeah, yeah, even yeah. though in my opinion I don't think he deserves it, he is gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any team, pretty much multiple teams will give it to him. He he is like um, just keep him out of Toronto, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, I'd be happy if we lose Kawhi and we get Jimmy Butler. Oh, that's such a disappointment. Of course, it's a it's a massive down, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, he's just cancerous to any team. Yeah. I guess he was okay in Philly. Yeah. But he always seems to have some issue as a coach. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the, It's the drama that follows Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah. That, I think that... That's why I don't want him. Like, yeah. That, that's why I... You know, I, as a Sixers fan, like, I was happy when we got him just because of his talent. But I, in my, the back of my mind, I knew that the, you know, the coach issues could happen. And it, it did. It did happen. <laughs> few occasions. And even Brett Brown, he went on the Zach Lowe podcast I listened to. And he even, like, basically admitted that, yeah, he, he got into it with Jimmy. He said, like, Zach Lowe straight up asked him if there's been a situation like that. And he was like, no, but... Even if if there was, I wouldn't tell you. Which is basically saying like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah, there was, but I'm not gonna tell you that. So yeah, yeah, it's the thing about Jamie Butler. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see who ends up with these big free agents. That's gonna be extremely exciting. Yeah. Um, for the the rest of the month, June thirtieth, six p.m. Oh yeah, it's earlier. Can, yeah, can start talking to free agents, and uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, even the draft, too. Like, the draft will be exciting, too, to see what kind of trades are made. Um, but, yeah, let's get into some, um, some... Back to the finals. Back to the finals here. We had a, a situation in Game Aww. 3 in which Mark Stevens, who is the part owner of the Warriors... Boo! Um, so, basically, Larry tried to save a ball. How dare Landed he? in the stands... How dare Two he? Two seats away from this Mark Stevens guy, and Mark Stevens just reached over 
a couple seats and just like shoved Lowry for no reason and was apparently um, swearing at Lowry, telling him to uh, go f yourself. Yeah, exactly. So like multiple times, multiple times, and just shoving him for absolutely no reason. He, he yeah. didn't fall on Mark Stevens. He, he held an empty seat. Literally. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I just and he don't went see out of his why. he went out of his way to do it. Yeah, out of his way. Like yeah. sorry for doing my job. And playing hard and not giving up on a play. Yeah, exactly. And I just like Maybe you're you're if you work for the team, that just makes it worse in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that, like, that's even more of a reason not to do it's, it. It's disgusting if a fan does it, but like as you said, like it's it's more reason not to do it if you literally work for the team and you know that the cameras are gonna catch that. The ball was there. Like, like clearly cameras it, are gonna catch when, that. When you sit courtside, it literally says on the back of your ticket, like it warns you about that yeah. stuff. So yeah. if you're getting mad that that happened, maybe you shouldn't sit there. And it, obviously this guy's sat there more than once in his mm-hmm. life. Like, he's obviously sat there. Like, what are you expecting? Like, someone and, someone to give you a back rub? Yeah. Like, come on, and man. Just, like... Be happy it, that a player like, got that close to you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm glad you said that close, because he literally didn't touch him. So even yeah. with that warning on the ticket, that didn't even happen to you. So what are you doing? What are you mad about? I, yeah. I a, just, I, I, just I'm confused. I'm just genuinely yeah. curious, like, why he got mad. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. No, yeah, exactly. And just, like... What whatever reason it was, it, it's just no excuse. Like yeah, it there's, it's just not acceptable. Players have to be protected, right? They're they're yeah. playing this game, and they have the right to go save a ball and to yeah, make, bump job. into some fans. And they're not doing it maliciously. He's not diving on these people to hurt them, of right? Not. And he, I think, he even made sure the lady was okay. Like, yeah. play, as players often will do, they'll check on the fan, like, "Are you okay?" And then just go on and keep doing their job. Mm-hmm. So, like this, this guy, Mark Stevens, comes into Kyle Lowry's place of work, his job, and just shoves him. What if Kyle Lowry went to Mark Stevens' office and just shoved him? That, For no that, reason, that, right? This thing would blow up a whole lot more than Thank it you. is now. Thank you. He yeah. would get he would get in trouble. There would be some sort of report and something would happen. Yeah. So same thing the other way. The same energy has to be shown the other way because Kyle Lowry is working. He That is his job. And you're just shoving him for no reason. You're not a part of the game. No matter yeah. how much he thinks he's on the team, like yeah. you're not. You're, you're simply not. You're not good enough to be in the NBA. You're good enough to be some part owner of the Warriors, but you're not on the team. Yeah, and credit to Lowry for the way he handled it. I Great was actually point. surprised because Lowry is a bit of a – not a hothead, but like you, you he know, he gets how, passionate. Yeah, he gets passionate. Yeah, we'll put that nicely that way. But like uh, he he handled it very well, and like he just kind of pointed, like, "Hey, what the heck, man!" Mm-hmm. And then I think he pointed towards security or something. Yeah, to like, "Hey, like, do something about yeah. this." Yeah, he he got the the ref. To, he said like, "Yeah, the ref." He pointed but, at like, the guy. What is the ref gonna do? So then I think yeah. usher security I, came yeah, over. Exactly. And so I think I credits Lowry. Like I love Lowry. He's been with the Raptors a long time. Mm-hmm. So. I've always been a big fan of him, and I think just that just speaks volumes about his character and the way he handled the situation. Like, this is the NBA Finals. Like, yeah. emotions are high. Yeah. If it was me, I would not have handled it that well. I yeah. I don't know what I have done, but I would have gotten really mad. And Lowry was he was very professional. He was yeah. mature about it, and he made the right call. And I credit him a lot for 
the way he handled it. Heck, even some of the Warriors players were saying, like, yeah, I credit Lowry, like, for the way he handled it. He did a very good job. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And not just how he handled it in the moment, but I give even more props to him for how he handled the rest of that game. Because I know if that were me, yeah. and let's say I handled it just like Lowry did, in my head, like, I, I, I'm i thinking so. about that moment, right? Yeah, so for I'm, the rest of the game. For the rest of the game, yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking possibly, like, man, like... I should have I, I should have like done something yeah. to this guy. I should have like defended myself. I'm probably beating myself up about it, even though I know it's the right decision. Mm-hmm. Like, but he he still played well. He still played so well for the rest of the game. So like, props to Lowry for just staying focused, and props to Gasol too, because he was the fir- I think he was the first team that got to Lowry and like said like you know like we need you like. Like, yeah, like and he stay knew, here. You and stay he knows. Here with us, so. Lowry knows that, like how bad the team needs him. And stuff. Maybe not necessarily. He's gonna put the best stats, but like obviously, you know, Lowry's like a big leader of this team and stuff. So yeah. if he's if he's freaking out, then he has to set the tone for the rest of the team. If yeah. if he's gonna freak out, then uh, the rest of his team's gonna freak out too. So yeah, just really setting that example for the rest of his team. Yeah. So yeah, he did a good job, and for Mark Stevens like that, yeah, I. That enrages me. That that pisses me off. Like there's, there's just no need for that sort of thing in the game. And, uh, yeah, he got banned for one year. In my opinion, I don't think that's enough. But I'm glad it's I'm glad it's something. And he also got fined five hundred thousand dollars, which is pennies to this guy. Yes. Yeah. That's. I think someone told me if like someone makes a hundred thousand dollars, that's about like twenty bucks. <laughs> so yes, it's uh not much, but anyways. But at the same time, if it was like not a rich guy, like obviously they wouldn't be fined that much or fined at all. Um, but yeah, I I heard stuff that he'll probably have. He'll probably be forced to sell his his, his shareholder of the team as he deserves. Personally, I don't think he should be allowed to be in an NBA game ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He did. He did apologize and reach out to Lowry, which I appreciate. But he, he did. Yeah. Okay. The last update I saw was Lowry saying that not only did Mark Stevens not reach out to him, but he doesn't want, like, he doesn't care yeah. to talk to him. Like, but anyways, that yeah, yeah. that apology was probably he was probably forced yeah, to do that. Yeah, yeah. So to me, it's not very genuine. But uh, yeah, it's just that's an embarrassment. Like, especially when if you're part of the staff or owner or something, like. Yeah, so that's embarrassing, and that that really irritates me. Like, just because your court side of the game doesn't give you a right to touch, play. it should be first nature. You you don't yeah. touch the players. You you just don't do it. It's an it's it's one thing to like embrace their fall or maybe help them get back up, like right. to push them. It's like, man, he did nothing wrong. Yeah, like what the heck? That's like okay, like. You don't just shove people for no reason in the middle of the street, yeah, right? Yeah, it makes it's the same thing. So, yeah. n- not only is it the same, it's worse. Yeah, because this is literally going into someone's job and doing that. Like, what if you hurt Lowry or something like that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. The players need to be protected. Yeah, and I think the NBA, in credit to the NBA and the Warriors, just for the statement they came out with and like taking immediate action. I think in the last few. Uh, incidents you know with Westbrook and Cousins and stuff like that they take an immediate action so I credit the NBA for doing a good job of protecting their players so yeah they're a good job on taking immediate action although I do agree with you I do think that the punishment should have been more severe especially coming off 
the precedent the NBA has set earlier in this year with like lifetime bans and stuff for if other he, people. Yeah, it that, probably would have been if he wasn't. Uh, or if yeah, there, or, or if there was something racial said to Lowry, I guarantee it would have been a lifetime ban. Right, if but it was like racial. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not putting those two on the same level at all. But yeah, like, of course. This this definitely. Like it deserves something. It, yeah. de- it deserves. And I'm, ha- I'm happy it was something. I do think it should be a lifetime ban. But yeah, I, 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 think it I am a lifetime ban as well. To but be honest, I, but I'm just happy it was at least a year. Like yeah. at least they did something. At least they didn't just give him a warning. Yeah, yeah. Because rich white old men think they can just get away with anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Like the level of entitlement, right? It's just. I am. A, such... I am a white guy. Just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> just want to point that out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you think said they that can do anything. It's just like, how dare you think that you can just put your hands on this guy? Like, what gives you the right? And think right? you can get away with it. And think you can get away with it. What gives you the right? Yeah, to do that. I, I don't get it. It's... Like it's just so beyond me that you think that just because this guy is entertaining you, you can put your hands on him. Okay, so if if you went to a comedy show, would you get up on stage and push the comedian too? Like if you didn't agree with something he said or something? Like it just it makes no sense, no logical sense to me why anyone would think it's okay to. Put their hands on an NBA player. They're yeah. not doing that to you, and I guarantee they could destroy 95 percent of the fans that watch the game. Yeah, like they're at they're professional athletes. So like, it just sucks that if Lowry had retaliated right away, he would have been the bad guy. Yeah, which is ridic- which is terrible. Which is it's dumb, but it's yeah, not fair. Yeah, but good on Lowry. Yeah, yeah. Being professional about yeah. it. Yeah. Then the end of the day, the, yeah, props to Lowry for doing If that, that were like Draymond Green or Cousins, that guy wouldn't have a face anymore, so. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> especially Cousins. Who, yeah. <laughs> especially Cousins, yeah. Who knows? Like, good thing it's not another mouse at the palace. Jeez. Yeah, we don't want to see that again, although I do look that up on YouTube, like, time and time But if again, that happened like, in today's day, those players would never be playing in the NBA again. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, the amount of fines and, like, yeah. suspensions you get. It, it depends on the player. Like, what if, yeah. if, what if LeBron, like, I oh, can never see LeBron doing that, but what if he did that? The face of the league. Like, obviously, they're not going to. They'd have to do something. But you yeah, know what, but you know what I mean? Like, the league's like, so soft these days. Time, like, if that happened in today's day, yeah. like, Ben Wallace and, like, Ron Artest, who yeah. did, in my opinion, they did, like, the worst. Because yeah. they actually went into the stands. Like, if that <laughs> so happened in crazy. today's day, there's no way those guys would be playing another game in the league. Yeah. There's no way. It's just, I just cannot see that ever happening in 2019. I, or, yeah. Like, I just can't see it being, like, I just can't I see I could see it. fans being stupid and, like, throwing water bottles and stuff, but I can't see players, like, getting so mad that and they would go the get tra- into especially the Especially how high he got in the st- <laughs> He's like an upper bowl. <laughs> Damn. He was like, yeah. he was literally like 15 rows up, like, and he wasn't going up the stairs, he was going over the seat. Yeah, that's scary, dude. <laughs> that's just, it's insane. Oh my, yeah, I'm, Anyways, gonna, I'm gonna have to go watch that. Yeah, we'll do a segment on that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, alright, <laughs> and uh, uh, an hour in here, uh, just about, we'll get to our last portion of the show, which is our questions. <laughs> Uh, just one question today from some guy named at Dino the Human. (laughs) 
some idiot named Dino the human. Uh, anyways, he says that uh, he yes. I guess this is based on the the recent news of Adam Silver considering uh, putting in a midseason tournament into the league. But he asks, "What is a better idea, an NBA midseason tournament or a relegation promotion system in due time once the G League is much more developed?" So uh, a relegation promotion system is basically like it, it comes from uh, like European soccer, which is basically the last. It depends on the league, but the idea is the last three or so bottom teams of the league, they get sent down, actually, to a league below. So they get relegated to a lower league, and then the top three teams or so from that league get promoted into the the top league. So, for example... I don't know if any of our listeners watch soccer, so, like, in the English Premier League... The bottom three teams will get relegated to um, the second division in England, and the top three teams from that second division will get promoted to the top-tier English Premiership the next season. So I guess this question is asking, what's a better idea, an NBA midseason tournament or that? What do you think, Jordan? So with the second thing you said, you're saying basically, like, it's just to help promote, like, the G League? Yeah, so, like... In this case, it, the the league that is directly below the NBA is the G League. Yeah. So I think his question is like, once that league just gets that's more and more developed, which is something Adam Silver has talked about with money, yeah, with money and Definitely stuff. Paid, yeah. Um, would it like say the bottom three teams of the league instead of getting just rewarded with the highest draft pick? So this could actually help on like uh, like tanking and stuff in the season. Like they actually have to every game matters because they're getting sent down to the lower G League Aww. if they lose, and the top three teams from the G League would actually get the reward of getting sent up to the NBA the next <laughs> season. I think uh, to be no, I, I think it's a, personally I think that's a cool idea because I don't like it. I th- uh, yeah, be just because like it's, no it's one wants, never happened. No one wants to watch G League teams in the no, NBA. No, that's why the question says once the G League is much more developed. Obviously, at this point, yeah. it, it would not work. I think even when it's but developed, like, I'd have the same answer. I I don't know because if it develops to a point where we're li- we are literally feeding all of the our young talent into the G League, right? To develop, if there's a point where the G League is is um, more sought after than even NCAA, right? And so all these this young talent and all like bubble NBA players are playing in the G League. You would actually have some talent there. So like you could have, like for example, like a Zion or something. Like what if there's a storyline where he would have led his team to a top three finish in the G League, and then they get promoted to the NBA the next year. I like I think it could be very interesting on that end. And secondly, as I already said, the tanking. That's where it really gets... Because you couldn't just tank for, for a high draft pick anymore. Those three t- bottom teams, every game, every game for the, the rest of the season, the 82 games would matter because no one wants to get sent down to the lower level. Right? But I think so. they kind of already decide, not decided, but I think they already kind of like fixed that whole tanking thing because obviously teams are still going to do it, but because of the, the new way the lottery picks go, like, bottom three teams have much less of a chance of getting the top three pick yeah. because of the percentage. So I don't think we really need to do that G League thing. And, like, I don't know. I just – I don't like the idea. Even if it does develop and stuff, like, 
People want to see Devin Booker play in the NBA. They don't want to see him play in the G League. And I'm realistically, I just don't see that ever happening, to be honest. Yeah, I, like I, I don't know. Like I, it's I don't see it happening in our lifetime. Like a lot <laughs> of things would cha- have to change. I think what makes it work in soccer or football, like, is that it's always been that way, right? You've always had this system. You're accustomed of, to it relegation yeah you're accustomed to it you know what to expect like year after year there will be teams at the end of the season fighting for their lives in the league and then teams in the lower division fighting to get into the higher division so it's just it is what it is it's always been that way but in the nba like it it would i think it would take a lot of time um but to answer the question directly what's a better idea like yeah i i definitely say that that system is better is a better idea than uh, just like some random midseason tournament. What what do you think in regards to that? Like, what would the midseason tournament be? Like NBA teams? Like, yeah. Like, well, yeah. That that's at least how I read it from Adam Silver. Like, um, yeah, that'd be just like a midseason, like one week, two week tournament kind of thing. Just NBA, random NBA players NBA, or like teams? No, like NBA teams, like. Oh, okay. Actual teams. So, like, the three best players from the team would play in a three-on-three tournament? No. Like, full teams would... Oh. Basically, like, during the All-Star oh, game, like, okay, there'd okay. be, like, oh. a week-long break or a two-week-long break an all- in which, okay. just like you know how, like, we both played high school basketball, like, we go to a tournament for the weekend, right? Yeah. They'd be basically doing that for two weeks, but the whole league would yeah. be participating in this tournament at yeah. least that's how I read it. There's obviously other ways you could do yeah, that. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. But, I'd be like, much more interested in that than the fair, like, fair. dead G League thing. I think it depends on maybe, how you do it. Maybe, maybe even making that like a segment in the All-Star weekend. Like getting a three-on-three tournament kind of going. Okay, but yeah, but that's that's different from what Adam Silver meant. Like yeah. He meant like literally they'd be playing, they'd stop the league for a week or so, and they'd literally be playing for a trophy midseason. Hmm. Everyone. Would be playing for that trophy midseason. I'd be interested. I'm just not sure how competitive it would be, like because right. people obviously care about more winning the NBA championship, yeah. but they're really gonna, you know, risk an injury for some three on three tournament that might not really matter that much to them, as much to them because they're so accustomed to like winning it. I think I would take that over the G League thing, yeah. but uh, I just I'm curious at how competitive it would really be. Yeah, that's... and would teams play their best players, or would they keep Kawhi and Lowry out because they'd rather preserve them and maybe throw some bench guys in? Right. So I'd yeah. be interested to see how the dynamics actually worked, but I'd pick that over the G League thing for sure. Yeah, I I think there's different ways you can do it. I would not want it to be like some week long pause where we just watch this stupid tournament that <laughs> no one like obviously yeah, no one yeah, would yeah. care about the NBA championship much more. But I think if you had some sort of like, like year long thing going around where the standings would matter, and maybe once every couple weeks or so, or once every three weeks, you play one game in that tournament, and mm-hmm. so like based on the standings of last year, like you would start like let's say like I don't know, so who finished first? so the Bucks this year would play the Suns in the first round mm-hmm. next year. And then mm. three weeks later, you'd have the second round of that tournament and then play the NBA season. Three weeks later, you'd have the third round, which is just one game, by the way. So, like, one game every three weeks, this, like, kind of season-long tournament, I think that'd be more interesting because you wouldn't be just pausing the NBA season for, like, a week yeah. for, you know, for less interest. You'd have this, like, 
okay, like they had a regular season game on Friday night, and then Sunday night they play their whatever name you'd call the tournament. They play that tournament game, yeah. and then have it be like a season-long thing where it's actually leading up to something, you know? Just mm. like the NBA championship. is It's leading up to the NBA championship. You'd be leading up to who would win the yeah. cup, whatever. Yeah, I think that's that's a way you could do it to make it work. Yeah, interesting uh, question for sure. Don't yeah. like don't like the G League thing, but the three on three tournament could be fair. Interesting. The I think with, it, I think it makes more sense maybe to make that like an all star thing. If you and maybe not team oriented. I don't know. I think I, I think I think I, I think I think within the all star weekend that would be more realistic. Like I could yeah. see it happening. It'd be cool. It'd, It'd be, be cool. cool. To, it would be a cool event for yeah, sure. I, yeah. I'd definitely watch it for sure. But I think just like, because the All-Star Weekend is kind of seen as like a break, right? So like, how would you do a tournament? I'm just trying to think, like, how would you? I don't know. You'd have to have like a one-night event of three-on-three. I think the NHL actually maybe does that. No, no, no. No, no. I don't think I'm thinking of three-on-three shoot. Anyway, or three-on-three overtime. Anyways, but like, yeah, you just have to have one event where it's like... Three on three teams are made for a night, and then they they play like half court basketball. I yeah, mean, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. All right. So, um. Unless you have any closing words, I'll get oh yeah, to, to that random guy on the street. I I know you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. So I was you no, know, I have my Raptors jersey on because I'm repping it at the office every night. There's a game day. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for the bus in my Raptors jersey on, Siakam, just to be clear. Um, this random guy on the street comes up to me. He's like, oh, man, there's no way there's no way they win uh, three games. I'm like, all right. Like, I was like, well, man, I don't know, man. Like, you never know. Like, Durant's out and Clay's not playing tonight. He says, oh, it doesn't matter, man. Like, they're, they're the champs. Like, they're not going to lose. And we're up 3-1 in the series. So uh, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> I know a random guy in yeah. the street, uh, not homeless. Just I meant like a, I ran. I, I I just met a random guy that came up to me and talked to me on the street. Like, yeah. you're saying we don't have an to win three or to win four games. Well, hey, maybe you're right. Maybe they come back, but we're up three games. So to say that I'm crazy for thinking that the Raptors are gonna win the whole thing, well, you're clearly wrong. Cause you're we, crazy for yeah. They couldn't. First of all, you're coming up to me in Canada, the nation's capital, and trying to insult my team. Yeah. You're not gonna have a very popular opinion. So yeah, I know you're listening to this. So hi, whatever your name is, and you're wrong because we're about to win it in Game Five. I really hope boop, you boop, see boop, that boop. game. <laughs> I, I hope you see that guy again. Yeah, like, and just like say what now? <laughs> what now? <laughs> you what, were, what now? You were saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah let's wrap up the show here thank you for listening to another episode of Ballify NBA Podcast check us out on SeatGeek promo code Ballify for $20 off your first first purchase for any tickets you want sports, content, theater live entertainment tickets anything you want um, and you can also find our show iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor. Actually, we recently just got on Podbean, so if any of you are listening out here yes. have Podbean, <laughs> hey, we're there. Um, and make sure to keep up with us on Twitter, at NBA. Follow Jordans as well, at JordanBallify. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Peace! Hopefully next time, the Raptors will have one bad main championship. They will. Hashtag We the North.
See ya. Bye.